It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This podcast contains mature content, and listener discretion is advised. Also, be advised, we are not medical professionals, and this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Running through the streets, solving all the mysteries, crushes and aliens, lots of other crazy things, laughing all the way. All we know is we don't know anyone in Maggie, breaking down conspiracies, learning all the way, searching through time and Welcome to Mystery Team Inc. The newly reformed podcast that is now just a Twilight <laughs> fan club. <laughs> Welcome back to a Mystery Team Inc. Halloween. <laughs> yes. Um, today we have moved to the second film in the franchise, which is technically the full title is The Twilight Saga colon New Moon. Mm-hmm. Um will not ever understand how they expected people to say that out loud. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, do you guys want to go see the Twilight Saga New Moon this weekend? (laughs) So stupid. So we're dressed up again. (laughs) It's obvious if you're watching. Yes. Um, Do you want to tell me what you're dressed as? Yeah, I'll be whoever you want me to be. I'm Chet, the, the nicest bad guy in any film I've ever seen in my entire life. The biker who gives Bella a ride just because she asks. Unbelievable. I love that. Dude. And then stops when she asks because I'm he's floored. better at consent than Edward. I mean, I have a whole note about it. I love him. Great. Star of the film for me, truly. Great. That's like revolutionary. Yeah. Um, Do you want to tell us who you are? <laughs> I am Alice on their like crossroads. Italian countryside road trip <laughs> on their eat pray love I mean under the Tuscan sun you can't dress like this on a serious vampire mission she looked like they were like touring vineyards <laughs> like on a <laughs> two-person bachelorette well, do we know what she went to go do while Bella was saving Edward maybe she took a little detour yeah maybe she went to exchange that car for a more conspicuous rental car <laughs> once again Okay. I have some top of show business. Great. Okay. What's your top of show? Okay. So I found out I was right and they did <laughs> shoot those Phoenix, Arizona scenes in Santa Clarita. Unbelievable. And I actually, in the last episode, I found that out right before I, like while I was editing. So I just cut it out. But like I had said when we were recording, like, I don't think they did that, but I really felt like they did that. And then it turned out I was right. So I just cut out the part where I doubted myself. And we got listener mail from someone who is a lifelong we did. Phoenician um, who verified that those are not saguaro cactus <laughs> and also said, pointed out that everything you listed as, an, as that was not an animal is actually an animal. And said, 
They've never heard of a black bear in the low desert, but that they do have mountain lions, bobcats, javelina, and coyotes. I really appreciate the actual knowledge because I did Google most dangerous animals. I may have just said in Arizona, and I clicked the first link I found. Sure. This is not medical advice. Um, I have. So thank you. I love that that list included bears, and there aren't bears, and then left out bobcats. Yeah. Science is a guessing game. <laughs> it science is really more of an art than a science. Yes, correct. Um. Let's see. Oh, yeah. You said you couldn't tell at what point during the film he had gotten talked to about getting fired. I need to clarify. That's not what I meant. What I meant was there were no scenes in which it seemed like they were shot after he. I know they shoot movies out of order. Oh, no, for sure. But what I was just going to tell you is I found out what day (gasps) it was. But do we know what what... scene? Okay, I'm ready. It was the day they shot the scene where Bella meets his family. Stop it. Which kind of explains why in that whole scene he's like. (laughs) (laughs) He is like very nice. He's like, this is my family. I wish we knew the. I want to get like my hands on a shooting schedule. I know. I thought So we could see like what came after. after Yeah. Oh my God. That's so funny. How did you find that out? I just listened to the interview. He's done two interviews about it. And in one of them, he's said it was the day that they had to shoot the scene with where Bella meets his family. That man truly has no regard for his career. And I think that's I why him. he's so successful. I love him. It's unreal. He's also a really good actor. Now. Yeah. Well, and I even think, here's the thing. So he says in that interview, and I think he's right. He's like, the studio didn't want the movie to be emo. But, like, he knew that it was, like, they're a very emo franchise yeah. and was, like, going to go on go on to be, like, the staple emo, like, thing. Yeah. But the studio didn't like him being emo. What so, did like, they want it to be? They, he, they wanted him to be, like, fun and, like, happy. The whole point of this franchise is that he's not fun. <laughs> I know. So Edward was – or well, Robert Pattinson was right that Edward is, like, emo. emo. <laughs> and so he was just acting emo. And then the studio came in and was, like, you need to be happy. We want, like – young people to like fall in love with you or whatever that's not they have no idea what young people fall in love with i know i'm just saying this is how she ended up with him in the end if we wanted happy she would have ended up with jacob that's true if we wanted happy with an anger problem (laughs) she would have ended up with (laughs) jacob and then one more piece of news this comes from a 2009 article from abc news um volvo became part of edward and an extension of his character Apparently, Stephanie Meyer wrote the Volvo into the books because her brother decided that Edward should drive a Volvo. Quote, his character is nurturing and caring, so Stephanie's brother deemed Volvo was the right car. Not a Subaru? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Nurturing and caring, first of all, not accurate. But if we're going nurturing and caring, not emo, friendly, guy who lives in the woods with his incest family, Subaru. In Washington? Yeah. Subaru. Subaru, 100%. Anyway, but I told you she wrote the Volvo. You were right. Hate it. Okay. Are you ready to dive into the Twilight Saga colon New Moon? Yes. All right. I have something before the plot point. Okay. Which is they open this movie with the quote, these violent delights have violent ends, Mm -hmm. which is the like running theme of Westworld. Mm -hmm. Who did it first? It's from Romeo and Juliet. No, I know. But who used that first? Oh. Was it in the Westworld book? 
Was it in the original Westworld? I do not know. It must have been the... I didn't look it up. I wanted to know if you know. I, I, well, I've no never idea. watched Westworld. I don't remember when it came out. I think it was like... I can look that up. But it's like their whole thing. Like, it's all um, Evan Rachel Wood says. Oh. It's her only line. I feel <laughs> like doing Romeo and Juliet is like not... I feel like everybody 2016. does that. But specifically, these violent delights have violent ends is like... I know it ties back into the plot of the movie because they watch Romeo and Juliet, but like it doesn't really tie into the plot. But yeah, I mean, it just in that they watch Romeo and Juliet sure. once, yeah. kind of, um, <clears throat> and no one appreciates it. But yeah. if they were going to take a line from Romeo and Juliet, it should have been almost any other one almost that any like li- talks about yeah. not being able to like be with your person because of things outside your control. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even later they do eyes look your last. Sure. Which even then I'm like, but you won't kill her. So why are we? <laughs> your eyes will never look you. My note before the plot point is that you can already tell they had more money for this. Like before 100%. it even starts. I also love the intro with the new moon because it's like, you can tell they were like, how are we going to do this? Because a new moon is just a black circle on a black background. I had that exact so like, thought. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way they actually did it because I love that they were like, how are we going to do this? Yeah. Um, you can tell they have a budget because Bella has a makeup team now. Yeah. Or she they, looks great. She looks great. I have a note about that, too. Great. She's also great in this movie. She's much I yeah. love Case, too. Well, uh, she's, like, I mean, nominated or winning now. I like, know. they both turned out to be phenomenal actors. They just weren't given a lot to work with. Yeah. Uh, as I said, you can't see Edward in the mirror in the opening scene. Pick a fucking lane. But he shows up in photos later. I know, and so I guess you could argue, like, that this is her subconscious perception of vampires, but... No, I think it was a mistake. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Do you want to start the plot point? Yeah. On her 18th birthday, Bella Swan awakens from a dream where she is an old woman and Edward Cullen, her immortal vampire boyfriend, is forever young. Bella doesn't want presents because she's not like other girls, but then she gets a digital camera. So she is, in fact, exactly like all other girls in 2008. I think that I had that exact digital camera or something very close to mm-hmm. it. I, didn't, I thought I said no presents. <laughs> um, I have a note, which is at school that day, Edward seems to have upgraded to the newest Volvo. I have a note about that. But downgraded to a chambray button down. <laughs> <laughs> I have a note before that, which is, I love the radio report of a killer animal. But then I was like, but is that even a part of the plot of this movie? They touch on it, like, one time later when they go into the woods. It is. I. Th- it's supposed to be, I think. Is <laughs> <laughs> because I think what it's what it's illustrating is that Victoria's back. Sure. But that they don't expand on Well, I have a note it. about that, too. Okay, Because by the end of this, whatever. Anyway. Edward has, much to the chagrin of Volvo enthusiasts, switched cars... And parked like a fucking asshole. Parked like an asshole. He parked across three spots. Why are people mad that he switched cars? Oh, because I guess people really felt that the model of Volvo that he was driving in the first one was, like, accurate and that the newer Volvo is not accurate. Accurate? Yeah. To what? (laughs) Like, based on... I think his character and the books, maybe? Well, he can't upgrade to an SUV. Hold on. Do you want me to look it up really quick? Yeah, he was driving a hatchback, and now he has Bella. They're probably going to try to have a creepy animated child. <laughs> they are going to need the extra space. The biggest crime the Twilight movies committed had to do with Absolutely not. That is not the biggest crime. Let's see. Okay. There's, like, this whole lot 
th- honestly, this is like a sub, pl- like a sub group of humanity that I didn't like know existed, <laughs> which is people who like they're like doing the fucking math. They're like, okay, the first book was written in 2005, so we can safely assume that his car is an E46. Uh, generation in the book there's no model designated but we were all like stoked to see the s60r when the first one came all out 20 of you who are these people this is the volvo community the twilight x volvo yes, community yes. <laughs> i love them um and they felt that that car fit him really well because he's constantly described as trying to downplay his family's massive wealth in the small humble town of forks that's like a flashy But he also Volvo. liked to drive fast, so the 300 horsepower from a four-door made for the perfect sleeper car. Um, I love these movies. I love these movies. I love these me movies. too. <laughs> and then everyone was disappointed when a Volvo C30... Oh, no. So this is actually the first one. They were mad about that he had a C30 in the first one because it's that ugly hatchback. Okay. Now you know. You asked. You wanted to know. I'm upset that I put myself in that position. <laughs> My note for this scene is, remember the hold V-necks had on us in 2009? <laughs> yes. The fucking hold that, like, the fucking V-necks had. The, I specifically remember that you would not be caught dead not in a men's Hanes V-neck tee. I know. Uh, I think at that time it was, like, American Apparel. I think I graduated to Hanes now as an adult. I only wear, like, Hanes yeah. tees. I was never in the American Apparel group because my boobs were too big. <laughs> That's fair. It's not very inclusive. Not at all. American Apparel. No. <laughs> um, okay. There is a conversation in this scene. There's two, two things in the parking lot that okay. I have to note. One is this exchange. Edward goes, I'm 109. And Bella says, well, maybe I shouldn't be dating such an old man. It's gross. And I was like, correct. Correct. Yeah. And scene. <laughs> and then Jacob enters and alert. We have a new wig. <laughs> this one has baby hairs. They styled it. You can't see the lace. It's not like that weird thing where they tucked his hair back. I think this is a like a lace front wig. It's beautiful. The other one from the previous uh, the I am I think the other one they put the front chunk of his hair out, which oh. is the thing that you do with wigs sometimes or like with um sure. sew-ins. But they did it poorly. They gave him like a um alfalfa hair <laughs> in the front where they like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this one was gorgeous. Yeah. <sighs> My note about that is I hate the line. I'm just filling out, Bella. <laughs> <laughs> um also he doesn't even go here. No. Like, why is he in the high school parking lot? He, I know he says he had to, like, pick up a part nearby. That does not explain why he's walking through the high school parking to lot. To see Bella on her birthday and yeah. show her that he's filling out. Yeah, we don't love that. No, not crazy about it. Then Jasper controls her mood to make her want to have a birthday party at their house, which is horrific. Horrific, manipulative. Also, this is the point at which... Everyone on in the world goes, wait, if she's immune to Edward's powers, and later we find out the most powerful vampires in the world's psychic powers, why is she not immune to Jasper's or Alice's? <sighs> StephanieMeyer.com says that it's because <laughs> <laughs> says that it's because Jasper's powers don't work on the mind, it works on your physiology. So he like slows down your heart rate and like yeah, I don't buy it, because that's not necessarily like That's 
what is she saying that it's like a he's a mood stabilizer yeah she's like an ssri yes well not even because that would require the brain because so what they say is that bella has like a mind shield and that's like what becomes her power later on in the series oh and uh but she says that so that's why edward and the volturi can't like affect her jane's uh power works on pain which she gives you the illusion of pain in your mind but they say jasper like slows down your breathing and your heart rate and that's how he changes your mood which doesn't make sense actually that only i feel like works in the case of like a panic attack yeah like he's like like, name five things you can feel (laughs) (laughs) he likes square breathing yeah (laughs) um and then she said that uh, Alice's powers technically work on possible realities. She's not. Qu- she has on... quantum powers. It's true. Yeah, I actually had that thought. Alice's when... powers are not locally real. They're right. <laughs> I had that thought when the uh, Nobel Prize physics news was announced. Really? This was you were like, "Oh my day. god! Wow! Look at this advance in physics. That must be how Alice's no, powers." No, when work. I read the explanation of Alice's powers, uh, I was like, "Oh, are her powers quantum? Because <laughs> yeah. they don't exist until like we observe them existing." Kind of. I think she does have non-locally real powers. I know. I guess so. Okay. Great. Okay. Go ahead. The next note I have is not until we get to the moving painting. <laughs> okay. Um, despite her lack of enthusiasm, Edward's family host, this is direct from Wikipedia, Edward's family host a birthday reception for her at their residence. Wait, so I guess these notes are maybe before that because this is when they're just like up walking around and not in the house. In the f- yeah. Well, yeah. No, no, no. Because you're correct. Because the next Wikipedia plot point is later in the party. Yeah. So the moving painting is right now. Okay, great. So... I love this moving painting. I Shit. love the I love painting. it. Like it's amazing. Unironically. And I love that he says the line is we don't make spectacles of ourselves and they do it over the most spectacular shot I've ever seen. All they do is make spectacles the of themselves. D drama. It's all they do. And then he says we don't kill conspicuously and then turns a man to stone and rips his head off. <laughs> it's like the most conspicuous. Do we think that maybe this is they're doing like it's irony like they're trying to make a joke this is how i felt in the last movie i can never tell when it's funny or not (laughs) i have no idea because that is very funny but it's like is it being played as a joke i can never fucking tell here's the thing is like i because i'm so obsessed with what we do in the shadows Mm -hmm. i i feel like if you put like laszlo saying this line over him and nadja like yeah. Killing someone in the park. It's funny. Yeah. It's clearly funny to be like, we don't kill conspicuously and then be like. <sighs> yeah. But I don't think that like Twilight's doing that. Well, I feel like what they were trying to do is demonstrate the consequences of killing conspicuously because that's why they're killing that guy. Wait, you'll end up he in broke a giant... the rules. Oh, I was going to say so you it... get a beautiful painting. <laughs> <laughs> no. So like what Edward is saying in that moment is like. Like, we aren't allowed to do things because we get executed if we do things. And then they play, they show that. So, Can like, I punch this up. Yeah, for sure. Here's an alt. <laughs> I think he could say, We don't kill conspicuously, or the Volturi punish us by ripping our heads off in a beautiful marble chamber. Right. My alt, then there's my no alt, confusing. My alt would be, We don't kill conspicuously. Well, except when we kill each other. Oh. That's too good. Oh, you're right. 
<laughs> then Edward tells her, you're my only reason to stay alive if that's what I am. At which, pa- at which point my boyfriend said, no pressure. I said, these <laughs> movies are a study in red flags. <laughs> we love it. No pressure. We love it. And also, as you said, they've kissed like a few times at this point. Like they're I not even. Had a kiss count going, <laughs> but I would say it's probably four. Yeah, they've not Talked. like consummated their relationship. They do. Um, they have one of my favorite things about these movies, and then we can move on. Is that they make out, and then they have that moment where you're like, oh, like I'm. We have to stop. Like it's too fiery, but it's not long enough mm-hmm. to earn the moment. Yeah. So it's like they're like, oh, we have to stop, and you're like, really. <laughs> While unwrapping a gift, she receives a paper cut. Receives. (laughs) They were like, not that one yet. Here's this paper cut. Yeah. I I love Wikipedia. Okay. Are you mad that Bella's not taking accountability for paper cutting herself? I just feel like they took away her agency. Yeah, I agree. Edward's foster brother, Jasper, is overwhelmed by the scent of Bella's blood and attempts to attack her, but is restrained. Foster brother? That's what they put in Wikipedia. I don't think that's an accurate representation of their family they're adopted right like i mean they're not fostering him they're not like when is the agency gonna find you a forever home but yeah that's true (laughs) (laughs) he's a foster to adopt right a foster failure um well i was gonna say are are they maybe like technically foster children no because when you're adopted if you're an adult and you move out of the house like you're not unadopted that just would make him an empty nester like he's not like, even if they leave, they're not then not being adopted, right? Yeah. He adopted them. Yeah, I don't think did he, he did. Did he legally adopt them? I can't imagine he did. Oh, so maybe he, they are being fostered. I think they just all live in his house. Do they get money from the state? <laughs> Is that, Is that Carlisle's <laughs> running a fucking <laughs> fraud, like a foster fraud scam? Is that yeah. why he eternally yes. damned all these yes. children? <laughs> Is that why He's they're like, they're all dependents. <laughs> they're all my dependents. <laughs> But Holy the shit. The, if the new I, conspiracy at the center of the Twilight movies. If I was like, so I was legally adopted with all that paperwork. Right. But if my parents had like, just like put me in their house <laughs> and then I was there for a long time, like you still have Is to there, do like, paperwork to adoption? foster. I, there might be, but I don't think that it would be like a foster. You have to legally adopt them. Do if they you ever, want them in these in the IP, do they refer to them as foster children? I really or don't. Adopted. I don't know. I think she doesn't. Anna Kendrick say that they're yeah. foster children. Yeah, but she doesn't know what she's talking about. Yeah, and also children is a loose term. <laughs> they're a hundred years old. <laughs> anyway, we'll ask my mom. So yeah, Jasper is Jasper. Despite being the newest turned vampire and apparently the most powerful because he can control Bella's mind when no one else can, yeah. uh, is overwhelmed by the scent and attempts to attack her. I like when Edward just gut punches her so hard he <laughs> flings her against the wall. <laughs> um, and then Carlisle is like stitching Bella up in like what might be the sexiest, the sexiest scene in the scene. film. <laughs> I was like, why is this scene so sexy? It's giving Beauty and the Beast. It- like it's so, so ow. like yeah, <laughs> it's and so then he touches sexy. her chin, 
Yeah, I was like, like he like kiss, 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 <laughs> kiss. It's way sexier than any scene Anything. that Bella has with any of the actual love interests. It was, and it was shot sexy too. It like is, they yeah. leaned. There's into like a it. candle burning or something, and it's like it was he's so like sexy. stitching her, and then there's like a like, and then we recreate the cover early on in this one where we see like the bloody gauze in the little bowl, and it's like a little heart basically. <laughs> it's like so sexy. What the it fuck? It was so hot. But this is when he says. Like, explicitly, Edward doesn't want to change you because he's afraid that it will take away your soul. Like I did to all those other children. Yes, and it also implies a lot about, like, Twilight lore. I don't think that she meant to do this, but, like, so there is a soul. Right. And then where does it go? (laughs) Are you damned? Do you damn the soul to hell? And then the body is, like, reanimate? Like, I don't really understand. Right. I don't know. I mean, I think so because he always is, like – you're the only reason I want to be alive if I'm even alive, which I'm not because I have no soul and I've been reanimated. You know what? Do it. I want to be a vampire so bad. <laughs> I think I would have so much fun. Yeah, it seems like fun. Okay. As long as you like move out of this town and you're not always caught up in all of the like drama of like protecting the humans from the other vampires. Do you know what I mean? Like, Absolutely not. I just want to be like a... Yeah, because normal if, vampire like yeah, just I just want to. I, I want to move to like a cabin in the woods and garden. Yeah. I just it sounds great. Why would why why is this what you would do with your immortal life? Is yeah. the question. Whatever. <laughs> I certainly wouldn't get a Volvo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Believing that he and his family are putting her life in danger, Edward ends their relationship, and the Cullens leave Forks. Edward, in this moment, is every narcissist I've ever met in my life because they're like, I don't want you, and I promise you'll never see me again. And then a week later, they just show up wherever you are, and you're like, yeah. this is my bar. Like, you know that I come you here. You know that. <laughs> and they're like, we I don't met want- here. I- yeah. <laughs> they're like, I don't want you, and you'll never see me again. And then they're just there and all the time. And they don't look at you. They're like two feet away from you, and they're like, ha, yeah. ha, 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 ha. Yeah. yeah. So annoying. It's like, what the fuck? I did write. I don't know what's wrong with me. I think these movies are getting to me. (laughs) I had such a visceral reaction to this breakup scene. I had trauma flashbacks to all three times that this has happened to me where men are like, you have nothing to offer me. But in my case, they were serious. This is a good movie. It was. It's a great movie. (laughs) I almost cried. No. Yeah. And I'll get to it in a minute. But some of my favorite filmmaking is coming up, too. But it's. Oh, I know exactly what you're going to say. It was. I was like. I'm gonna I actually think it was giving me also like trauma was flashbacks. Awful. Like I was having because I actually watched this like a, like two months ago, and we stopped watching it like halfway through. And I like because I was having a lot of anxiety, and I was like, I think this movie is giving me like abandonment anxiety, yes. like because it's actually like yeah. real. Like that yeah. feeling is so real. A hundred percent. It was like awful. I remember one time this happened to me. I was on my. I had just graduated from college and I was like about to move home back to LA and I had been dating someone who was living in LA and I went to Las Vegas with two of my high school friends to like celebrate graduating college. And while I was in Vegas, this dude called me via satellite phone from Ireland and broke up with me Yeah, a week before I was supposed to. And that the same, it was the same conversation. And I was like, yeah, (laughs) did you fall asleep in the woods? I, I wish I was in the I got the next day I had to get in the back of a Greyhound bus oh no that's horrific. so much worse yeah I made a note that I love this story because even in Stephanie Meyer's Mary Sue fantasy her boyfriend still has an avoidant attachment style 
We love it. Uh, also, then he, and he's like, and like, what we're supposed to get is that he's doing it for her own good because he puts her in danger, right? And he's like, he's like, we know he doesn't want to break up with her, but he's doing it for her because he knows that she can't have a normal yeah, life without he him. Harry and he wants and her to be safe. Her. Yeah, but then he leaves her in the fucking woods at dusk. Yeah. Knowing that there's fucking... An, a wild anim, a wild animal out there. <laughs> like, knowing that there's, like, fucking every vampire in the world wants to kill her. And he just fucking leaves her in the goddamn forest. In, like, the Dark Divide. Yeah. And he takes her really far out, too. I know. Horror film. It is, yeah. Once again, a horror film. Okay. <clears throat> Bella is left severely depressed and isolated for months. There's a possibility. November. No, wait, October. First of all, it starts in October, but it's the last day of October because it's Halloween. So yeah. we don't see any of October. No. October. I fucking unironically love this. <laughs> Me too. It's so good. I was like, how did they do this? It's good filmmaking. Green screen. But I thought it was gorgeous. I love it. I love it. And unironically good acting by Case Do. She's great. Oh, yeah. I was like, that's what depression looks like. And when she's like having night terrors and like screaming and stuff, I was like, yeah. That's good. <laughs> She's good. I wrote, I like her and Rob in this movie. I think they both did a good job. Mm. You didn't like Rob in this movie? No. That's fair. I don't think I like him in any of them. It's just there's something about how he like always looks like he's holding in a fart. <laughs> <laughs> Where I'm like, relax your face. Oh, that's good. Um, her concerned father, Charlie, wants to send Bella to live with her mother in Jacksonville, Florida. She refuses, promising to spend more time with her other school friends. After she and Jessica see a movie with an unironically good monologue by Anna Kendrick. I almost wrote the whole thing down, and then I was like, we're not going to have time for me to do this monologue. Well, you're probably right about that, but it's a great monologue. It's so good. It's good. I yeah. loved it, and she nailed it. She did. She's so good. She is. I love this movie. <laughs> Bella approaches some rough-looking bikers. Rough-looking is doing a lot of work there. They're kind of cute. Outside the theater, much to Jessica's dismay. The dangerous encounter reminds Bella of a previous near assault where Edward rescued her. She imagines seeing and hearing him and realizes that thrill-seeking activities evoke his image. I think that's a misrepresentation of what happened with the bikers. So I thought that too. I think that. Because to me, there's no way. Okay. I have so many questions. <laughs> he can't read her mind, but he can like astral project himself into her mind. No, I I don't think you it's think actually she's him. she's just imagining him, right? She's just I think it's okay. like she's like like soft hallucinating. Okay, him. it's not him. Okay, yeah. Um, and I wrote the best part of this is that the motorcycle guy ends up being respectful. He's the nicest guy and in it all looks the forks. Like so fun. <laughs> I know. I, she asked him to stop, and he's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then she saying. gets off, and he's like, mm, okay, bye. <laughs> she, she walks up, and she's like, I want to ride. And he's like, okay. Mm. Sounds fun. Hold on. <laughs> the only thing that could have been better is if he gave her a helmet. Yeah. He, like, sanitized the inside <laughs> and gave it to her. <laughs> this is why I dress as him, because he's actually the most respectful character in the film. I And better at him. consent than Edward or Jacob. Yeah, Presh. Of all the men in this movie, I would date him. This is just how you know that Bella is, like, all up in her own trauma because she can't <laughs> see what's good for she her. She know. can't find There's, like, one stable <laughs> guy in Forks, and she won't hang out with him. Ugh. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? 
Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Um, yeah, okay, your turn. Bella's Quilly friend, Jacob Black, helps ease her pain by engaging her in various activities. That's also a misrepresentation of what's <laughs> happening. I wrote, she brings him these old motorcycles for them to fix up together. And there is more fun and chemistry in the two minutes in which she brings the motorcycles over than in the entirety of the time we've seen Bella and Edward together. True. And where we get the iconic line, Bella, where the hell have you been, Loka? <laughs> I know. Bella. Where the hell have you been, Loka? It's it's so good. I have a note that when Bella said, I don't really like music anymore, kind of. I felt that. Yeah. This is an accurate portrayal of depression. Yeah. And especially of, like, teenage breakup depression. Yeah. Yes. And then once again, we yada, yada, yada all the relationship building. It's just a montage, like, of them, like, getting yeah. pizza and fixing motorcycles. Also, the... The pizza, the guy comes up to deliver the pizza and she opens the box while it's in his yeah. hands and then throws a piece at Jacob. Yeah. Like, if I was that pizza guy, I would be like, whoa, <laughs> I don't make enough money for, to be involved in your bad relationship yeah. building. Yeah. Um, And then Charlie is like, there's like a scene in her room where Charlie's like, oh, it's like hanging out with Jacob, making it better. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah. And he says, quote, sometimes you got to learn to love what's good for you. Dad. This is a good movie. It's so, I was like, I out loud went, woof. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) So good. Okay. Uh, I don't know if this is where we are in the story, but there's this shot of her and Jacob driving in the truck. I think it's right before maybe they see the guys jumping cliff jumping what happens in it nothing it's just the way it's framed drives me fucking crazy there's a m- multiple shots of them driving is it during the day or is it at night day okay then yeah i think it was before the cliff jumping so yeah there's the scene of them driving in the truck but the way it's framed the letterbox is right at the top of the truck and so it just looks like the tr- they're like on a green screen like it, like but the background is black and the first time i watched it and the second time but it's so disorienting every time i watch it i'm like what's happening here <laughs> and it turns and then eventually they when they cut back it's like slightly wider so you can see like the road behind them and it's like oh i get it now but i swear to god every time it comes on screen it drives me fucking nuts that's fair and then i think the next thing i have a note about is when they're riding bikes the next plot is he says that many of his tribal friends follow and obey sam another quillute and then they park the car they see them cliff jumping mm-hmm. they park the car and then they get their bikes out okay so then my note about this is, like, Jacob, sick move when he jumps off the bike and spins around. Um, and the fact that um, 
Taylor Lautner did his own stunt when he rode that bike up and did the like spinny turn. Oh, I didn't know that. That was him. That's the sp- that's the sick move. Yeah. And then he takes off his dirty shirt to dab her open head wound, which Absolutely is not. not sanitary. And Absolutely I don't recommend not. doing that. No. This is medical advice. <laughs> <laughs> the next note I have is why is Mike asking Bella out again? There are no helpfully attached men in this town except for the biker. This is what I think. I think this gets at the heart. Oh, I have a note about my, about the prama. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, okay. So I think this is what gets at the heart of my problem with the necessity of any of these side characters, mm-hmm. which is both both Eric and Mike ask Bella out in the first movie, which I think is sloppy. Like well, it just doesn't need I think to happen. Eric Eric's ask out was useless yeah i don't think he was useless that's fine but i don't think we needed it so then remember how i was like complaining like mike and eric should be the same character it's not that eric is less more useless than mike i think they're both they should just be one character but then what about glasses we don't need glasses either because glasses who is she gonna go to prom with glasses (laughs) only exist to show that bella's a feminist (laughs) and as i said last episode i think that that's like not enough of a reason to have it doesn't it does a disservice to the character that they're like literally like may as well be a cardboard cut out of a tree that (laughs) just like ask him (laughs) (laughs) um that she just graffitis like girls Um, rule on and then like plank from yeah like we don't yeah but then so i last my son's last movie was that Eric and Mike should just be one character, which is verified by this movie because Eric doesn't appear almost at all. But then I found out that Mike is already a composite of two characters in the book. In the book, there's three of them. Really? Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, but anyway, so fucking why is Mike asking Bella out when he went to prom with Jessica and then now is asking Bella out again? Yeah, and also it's like he's like, oh, so you're back from your deep, deep months long depression. Do you, you want to go, go out with movie? me? Yeah, and she's like, yeah. You want to see face punch? Yeah, and I was like, yeah, bitch. And then in this moment, she goes, I love guns, <laughs> which I was like, sure. Um, the thing I will say is that seeing a movie with this like really awkward group of teenagers, it just feels very real to me. And I just like, don't miss being a teenager at all. No. And I guarantee you. Okay. So I, when their hands were like on, <laughs> on the yeah. arms, <laughs> on the I arm was rest. like, I remember going to universal city walk and sitting in that fucking movie theater next to boys. And both of our hands were like, yeah. <laughs> just like waiting for someone yeah. to do, to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I remember going to the Galleria with two different groups of friends and pulling a sec out like a low point sitcom move of like ducking in and out of the dance where I literally like went between theaters with two different groups of friends that didn't know I was there with each other. Wow. There was like a group of friends that I wanted to be there with. Was one of them me? No. Okay, good. These were horrible times. We didn't have a fun time <laughs> being a teenager. Um, also, Jacob calls Mike a marshmallow, which is <laughs> one of my favorite insults. Very good. One time someone called some, a guy, one of my friends from college called a guy that I had a crush on a sock. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's so good. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Jacob abruptly leaves after becoming inexplicably upset and suffering a burning fever. He leaves the movie. Correct. My note is Charlie is a good dad. <laughs> I don't remember what he did. <laughs> I don't know why 
Bella drives to his home after he avoids seeing her. Jacob has cut his long hair wig and now... <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Jacob has cut his long hair and now has the same Quileute tattoo on his upper right arm as Sam and the other tribe members. He tells Bella to stay away. And then he says, I love this. You've been lying to everyone. Charlie, end of list. <laughs> I know. I was like, what did they cut <laughs> out of that? Um, he could have said me and it would have made sense. Yeah. But instead he just said Charlie. Also, at this point... Is it like he knows that she knows the Cullens are vampires, yeah. right? So at this point, instead of doing a whole 22-minute episode of a sitcom where people don't tell each other the truth and we end up in a bad position, yeah. he could have been like, and I'm a werewolf. <laughs> like, it's not like she's going to be like, I don't think that's possible. True, yeah. Vampires, yes. But werewolves is where I draw the paranormal line. Yeah. You know, like. I know. But then she probably would have been like, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Which is what he would have wanted. Yeah. Then we have a shot of, it's a flashback of her laying in the flowers with Edward and her foot is inexplicably CGI'd out. Is it? Mm -hmm. I swear to God, I thought they were going to have fixed this by now because it's been like 12 years since this movie came out. Um, But it's still like that in the movie. Do you want to see it? I do. It's like very obvious if when you're watching it. Like, if you're looking for it, it's, like, very, just her whole foot's been gone. I can't focus on anything in that shot other than the way they are positioned. Yeah, it's very weird. What are they doing? Weird. When Bella hikes to the meadow that she and Edward often visited, she is confronted by Victoria's vampire companion, Laurent, which I almost dressed up as. (laughs) Good. Because we have the same hair. At this point, I, like, wouldn't have been surprised if she and Laurent started dating. He's the best one. (laughs) And also... Uh, she asks him this like Laurent is the one who warned them about Victoria and then she says like what but you warned us but they never answer it like it's like they found the plot hole so they asked and answered it but without answering it yeah they asked it they asked it (laughs) he's the most fun he's the one who when they were playing baseball he was like ooh, he's the best one and then when Laurent was gonna eat her I was like Bella should just be like can you just turn me so my stupid boyfriend will come back I mean it's bananas you still get a snack. Yeah. As he's about to kill her, a wolf pack appears and Bella like looks into the wolf's eye and <laughs> is not immediately like, that's Jacob as a werewolf. Right. She's just like, look at that wolf. <laughs> Whiff. Whiff. <laughs> uh, and, and this is the point at which I can't believe she doesn't remember wolves. Like, wolves? I cannot believe that a plot, a long plot point of this movie is her not remembering remember i mean and he's like you have to remember the one of three conversations we've had yeah unreal bella eventually discovers that jacob and the other tribe members are giant werewolves every time this happens i just go he's a wolf (laughs) and jacob goes it's not a lifestyle choice bella i was born this way this is one year after prop eight but it's before born Born this this way way. i looked it up yeah is this are we at the wolf fight yes I was just taking notes stream of consciousness, so I just wrote, oh, no, the boat. Oh, no, the camera. Because <laughs> they do that, like, found footage thing where they can't. Also, they just smash a boat for no fucking reason, which I love. I love this And then movie. they do this found footage thing where the camera falls over after they go by it. Which implies a lot about the universe. It implies that there's a crew. It's actually, like, there's like breaking Blair the fourth Witch. wall yeah. in, like, such a bizarre way. <laughs> Like, is this movie meant to be found footage? 
This was like the height of found footage. Like it, it was really was. It was like Cloverfield time, right? Yeah. <sighs> okay. Their age-old enemies are vampires, though a treaty exists between the Cullens and the tribe. Missed opportunity to flash back to the carnival barkers. God Such a missed those opportunity. Hats. Jacob's pack members are currently on alert for Victoria, the vampire seeking to avenge her mate, James, whom Edward killed to protect Bella. My one, pro- my one problem with this movie mm-hmm. <laughs> is that it always just feels like we should be getting in later and getting out earlier. Like, in every scene, we always see the other character enter and exit the scene. Like, half of this movie is just Jacob, wa- like, running into the darkness. <laughs> like, every scene yeah, it's like a ends play. with him. Yeah. <laughs> like, exiting stage left. Yeah. It's like a high school play. Yeah. Where you could just bring the lights up and they're already there. Right. So... They're both not doing well. With Jacob focused on adapting to his new shape-shifting powers, Bella again finds herself alone and returns to seeking thrill-inducing activities, deliberately oblivious to Victoria's presence. This is the point at which she jumps off a cliff. How did Jacob find her when she was underwater? Love. Like, did he know that? <laughs> did he know that she was even at the cliffs? I don't know. I feel like she gets there from an interaction with him. Yeah, because we watch him run away. How did he find her? I have no idea. Then we learn that Sam is an abusive spouse. So there's that. And then Jacob is like, what if I'm an abusive spouse? And it's like, I don't know. Are you? Because if you're not, then there's nothing to worry about. Yeah, I feel like asking is kind of showing us who you are. (laughs) (laughs) Then they end up in Bella's car somehow. Mm -hmm. I don't remember how they get there. But Jacob is driving her home. Oh, after he pulls her out of the mm-hmm. cliff water. Jacob- <laughs> <laughs> the ocean? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Jacob drives her home. And they are like, it's like as close as Bella and Carlisle were to kissing. <laughs> and Bella's only sign of like resistance is she goes, <sighs> Yeah. And I'm like, you need to pull back. Stop getting so close to these people's faces if you can't help yourself. Have a boundary. Or do it. <laughs> yeah. Driving me nuts. Set a boundary, sis. Set a boundary. Through a series of miscommunications, Edward believes that Bella has killed herself after Edward's sister Alice has a vision of Bella jumping off a seaside cliff. I wrote, I love that the wolf trait is that they all have anger management issues. <laughs> At that point, I'm like, give me vampires for sure. And then Jacob is a shithead and tells Edward that Charlie's planning a funeral and hangs up, despite the fact that Edward called him from like a burner phone and Jacob knows she can't contact him. And this is how you know Jacob is a fucking, also a manipulative asshole. Yeah. And this is also the point that I remember that this is the plot of Romeo and Juliet. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> so it's very, obnoxious. very obvious. Alice returns to Forks, shocked to find that Bella is still alive. Distraught, Edward travels to Italy to ask the Volturi, a powerful coven that acts as vampiric overlords, to end his life, as he is incapable of doing so himself. When they refuse his request, he plans to force their hand by exposing himself as a vampire to humans during a large festival. I love that they're like, your gifts are too powerful to destroy, as if he's really doing a lot of good work out there in Forks. Reading the minds of teens at the local high school. Yeah. He also, like, the only thing he does read the minds of is, like, 
those men, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, who else's mind does he read? Is he out there? Do you think before he met Bella, he was just out there being Batman? Like, was he just, like, a vigilante, like, solving like solving crimes by night? No, I don't think he was doing anything. I'm just saying. I, I hope that's what he was At doing. At this point, I started wondering what is the Volturi's goal? Like, what's their mission statement as an organization? Is Drama it at any keep- cost. <laughs> <laughs> like, obviously, one goal is just to, like, keep people from knowing about vampires so that they can stay, stay undead or whatever. That's all it is. But then why aren't they just, like, th- in that case, they're basically just, like, a police organization. A cab. Well, yes, that for sure. But Even like, if you're a vampire. Yeah, I'm just saying, they, like, what, why do they have these, like, meetings and things? I mean, I, th- I think it's just, like, functionally, <laughs> it's just so that people don't know that vampires exist. Okay. But I think... It's Functionally, I think drama. it's just so that Edward has like a ruling power yes. to go to yeah. for this yes. to Correct. escalate the stakes of this. Correct. And then they do three crossfades of them making out, which makes it feel like the room. <laughs> it's like three. They do it three times, like as if time is passing. Yeah, and it's not. I also have a note at this point that once again, I just love that they put makeup on his face but not his body, so they're just like two totally different colors. <laughs> yes. Alice and Bella travel to Italy to save Edward, arriving in time to prevent him from revealing himself as a vampire. I have a note, which is the Twilight Saga New Moon brought to you by North Face and Virgin Airlines. (laughs) Um, I love that CGI plane. I think it might just be stock footage from Virgin Airlines. I don't think that's a real plane. Are you sure? The CG, it looks like CGI. I thought it was like really nice stock footage. They used Southwest stock footage in the first movie. But I don't know if that one is real I thought it looked real. But... They are also, um, Harry, who, who's Charlie's friend, had multiple jackets that had the North yeah. Face. Like, nobody Greeked it. Yeah. And nobody, like, pulled the they collar must be, over. I think they were yeah, sponsored they by must North have, Face. It must have been product placement. Unbelievable. North Face. I love a windbreaker. <laughs> um, okay. Relieved that Bella is alive. Oh, also, this is when they go on their Eat, Pray, Love road trip in a bright yellow yes. Porsche. Yeah. Um, relieved that Bella is alive, he explains that he only left Forks to protect her and promises never to leave again. I love that they gave him a robe. Like the Volturi gave him a robe. And it's not like the red capes everyone's wearing outside. It's no. a vampire robe. It is a luxurious yeah. velvet yes. vampire robe. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. Any notes? No. Perfect. Edward Edward defends Bella from Felix, one of the Volturi, as the Volturi do not allow humans to confide in vampire society, but Edward is easily overpowered. And once again, we have a fight in a ballet studio. (laughs) I love it so much. So dramatic. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is when they uh, do the test to see if they were like, maybe she's immune to all of our powers they do two tests Mm -hmm. that's all they don't even do a three Mm -mm. they had the option yeah and then they're like she's immune right that's all i just feel like we could have done more and they chose (laughs) not to as the volturi are about to kill him bella asks they kill her instead fine (laughs) yeah impressed by a human's willingness to sacrifice her life for a vampire but here's the thing. We already know that if she's dead, Edward kills himself. <laughs> so 
So like, yeah. she's like, kill me instead. Like, we know that if they kill her, he's just going to kill himself again anyway. Also, why don't they just do it? <laughs> I know. Why stopping them? Well, they're impressed by the human's willingness to sacrifice her life for a vampire. I'm impressed by a lot of things. Like, I'm impressed that, like, spiders managed to get into my house. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to gently scoop them into a piece of paper and put them outside where they belong with their family. But not kill them. That's my version of killing a spider. <laughs> The Volturi determined that Bella, knowing that vampires exist, must either be killed or be transformed into a vampire. Once again, why don't they just do it? Yeah. Um, Alice shares her vision of Bella as a vampire with Aro, a Volturi elder able to read thoughts through touch. I wrote, why does Bella becoming a vampire turn them into guests at a Downton Abbey garden party? <laughs> they're running around in khakis. I know. She has like a sundress and they're like in the Pacific Northwest. Like they're in she, Yeah. She has like a baby doll. Yeah. It's like sundress. tea length. I was like, what are they going to go see the Duchess and play some croquet? Mm. Unbelievable. I love it. Aro decides to let them go after extracting a promise that Bella be turned eventually. Why? Why do they care? I don't know. That's why I want to know what their fucking goal is. Like, none of this aligns with, like, what's their mission statement? Unless maybe they're like, if she can withstand our powers, she might be a kick-ass vampire. No, I think that is what it is. But why do they let her go and not just why feel like, like just... we're doing it right now? Yeah. What, are they going to honor Edward's stupid wishes? <laughs> just do it now. I don't. I think it's for the drama. I like that Edward says, I needed you to have a chance at a normal life. She can't be normal, Edward. If it's not you, it's a fucking werewolf. Yeah. Also, you keep showing up. Also, she <laughs> now knows that vampires and werewolves exist. What is she going to go out into the world and be like, ah, my 401k? Yeah. After returning to Forks, Bella asks the Cullens to vote on her becoming a vampire. Only Edward and Rosalie vote now. Because Rosalie once again backs up my argument where she's like, I hate you, but I wouldn't wish this life on my worst enemy. And I'm like, well, then why did Carlisle damn all these children? I don't understand. Like, let them die. I <laughs> I don't understand. Do you have any notes? I wrote, if my boyfriend was immortal and he ran around telling me that he couldn't live without me, but then he wouldn't make me immortal, I would leave. <laughs> That's fucking bullshit and negates everything he says about not knowing how to live without her. Yeah. What am I, just a road stop? Mm -hmm. Like, what is this Route 66 mm -hmm. of immortal life? Mm-hmm commit yeah jacob reminds edward that the years old treaty with the quileute will be broken if any cullen bites a human more red flag behavior from jacob where he tells her he won't let her be a vampire and then threatens to kill her if she is one that's the only part of this i agree with <laughs> it's like if you if, if they turn you if you i become, can't promise i won't kill you if you become my mortal enemy i can't promise that i won't make you my mortal enemy which is fine. Then she's like, choosing. Yeah, that's... I don't know. But the thing is, he's trying to get her to love him. No, I know. But sh I'm saying if she chooses to become a vampire, she's choosing to become the mortal enemy of a werewolf. Which is fine. But does it have to be? Like, we Can't have to we unite the two households, both yeah. alike in dignity mm -hmm. and fair forks, where mm -hmm. we lay our scene. Yeah, I mean, probably. But they probably, have to die, but not for the right? next movie. <laughs> There's three more! <laughs> Don't they do that in the next movie? I don't know. They all work together. I don't remember. Yeah. We'll see. Then he like grabs her or Edward or something and is being violent, which once again, red flag. Red flag. 
I wrote, in this moment, Bella has her own moment of manipulation where she goes, Jake, I love you. So please don't make me choose because it'll be him. It's always been him, which is like, I don't know why I thought that was emotional abuse and manipulation. But it just felt like she was being like giving herself an out, really. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I wrote that. I feel like that's the only moment she's finally being honest with him that she's been using him to get over Edward this whole time. Maybe that's why I thought it was. She's basically saying, like, you can either have me in your life or you can make me choose. And if you want me in your life as like a friend, then don't make me choose because I'm not choosing you. What was I thinking when I wrote this? I don't know. I wrote Case 2 is good in this movie. She is. And, the and movie... then he turns into a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> and the movie ends on... Wait. Oh, yeah. There's one more plot point. Yeah. The movie ends on my favorite thing, which is... I feel like Bella's finally chosen when, when her disbelief is gone. Like... Yeah. We've hit her wall. Yeah. When Edward tells Bella he will change her into a vampire... If she marries him and she goes, <gasps> what are you surprised about? What part of that is shocking? It's so like surprised Pikachu just like, <laughs> I don't understand why that's the thing. I know. So far that's made her go, what? <laughs> that and an animal? Like <laughs> I have two notes on this. One is that he says, just give me five years. At which point Andy said, just give me two books or three movies. <laughs> <laughs> give me a franchise. <laughs> And then also, I like that they never address Victoria again. Like, she, they totally just drop her plot in this movie. She doesn't come back till the next one. Yeah, she'll be back. I know, but they just, dr- she's, like, supposed to be the B-plot. Like, we were, we're seeding the animals. She kills a guy. Like, Victoria is here. She has, one of their act-outs, I think, is her telling Jacob, like, him being like, we don't know why she's here. And Bella being like, I do. It's me. for me. Yeah. And she's, like, in the water when Bella jumps into the cliff water. Victoria is yeah yeah why why does she never come back like they just she is like the midpoint escalation of the a plot of this story and then she's just not there you don't remember when they cgi'd her head into the water I might have been taking a note honestly I think this is the point where I was writing like (laughs) why does Jacob know where Bella is probably she jumps in the water at some point then Bella cliff dives and you see Victoria like coming at her like a little grin (laughs) below And then Jacob gets Bella out of the water and they're on the beach and she's, he's like holding her up and giving her like neck pain. Yeah. And then (laughs) you see like CGI'd into the horizon, like, and like Victoria's little head. Oh, I did not notice that. Yeah. I think I was making a note about why Jacob knows where she is. It's like when a puppy comes out of a box. Yeah. She's just like, it's the best. Was she going to drink her blood underwater? I don't know. More implications. Are vampires... Well, we'll find out in the next movie whether or not they're really good swimmers. Um, like elephants. <laughs> just like that. Yeah. Just like the surprise of learning they're good swimmers. Yeah. It's a great film. I loved it. I can't wait for the next this one. This is, I I think, um, like, the problem with this movie is that it's a much better movie. Just, like, it's a much higher quality film than the first one. But yeah. it's, like boring comparatively because what i love about the first one is all the stuff that's wrong with it yeah and this one i was just like yeah yeah this one i was like yeah the first one i would not pay 17 dollars to see it this one i would yeah i paid four dollars 
to rent it. Me too. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's super good. And I one of the things that I noted and then took out, but I'll say now, is that they did a cool thing with Bella's makeup in this one in which they made her look alive. Yeah. They made her so pale and like, yeah. in the first one, she looked like an Olsen. <laughs> and in this one... <laughs> In this one, she is glowing. She's like has blush on. Mm. Like my mom would love the rouge. Mm, yeah. I just thought it and it's like such a cool contrast. I thought that was good filmmaking. Yeah. She does look a lot better in this one. Uh yeah. New moon. New moon. New moon. Twilight saga. Normorn. Normorn. Um we should probably say this, and if it's not true, then we'll just cut out I was in the editing. About to do this, yeah. So if you enjoyed these, happy, first of all, happy fucking Halloween! Yeah, you're welcome. Because it's Halloween, <laughs> uh, and if you enjoyed these, we think we are going to continue doing the Twilight Saga on our live show. So the podcast will be back to your its regularly scheduled programming in a few weeks. But if you enjoyed these Twilight episodes. Come to our Spotify live shows Tuesdays at 8, and we'll be doing the rest of these, I think. Yes, we will. Or as we many will. as we can stand to get there. I, we're doing all of them. Okay, right. Um, okay, well, thank you for joining us on this journey into the beautiful mind of Stephanie Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. Thank you. We don't know. Stay in your lane. Buckle the buck up. Immortal smooches. Not for Bella, still. Soon. They just have to get married. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.